Hello, and welcome to Pursuing Health. I'm Dr. Julie Fouché-Arcuyo, family medicine resident and former CrossFit Games athlete. Here, my husband, Dr. Danny, and I bring you information and inspiration to help bridge the gap between fitness and medicine and support your journey toward your healthiest self. This episode is one of our Pursuing Health Pearls. In medicine, we refer to clinical pearls as small bits of freestanding information relevant to clinical practice, usually based on experience. Pursuing Health Pearls are short 10 to 15 minute episodes in which Danny and I offer you succinct high yield info on common health conditions, spanning both conventional and alternative approaches. We do wanna make it clear that this podcast is for general information only and does not provide medical advice. We recommend that you seek assistance from your personal physician for any health conditions or concerns. With that, let's get started with this week's episode. You may have noticed that we've moved away from having sponsors on the podcast. This was an intentional decision and one that Danny and I thought long and hard about. As we begin our careers as family physicians, we feel very strongly about our responsibility to remain as unbiased as possible in order to foster trust with our community and our future patients. Therefore, we've made the decision not to accept any sponsorship or endorsement compensation from industry from this point forward. That being said, in order to continue to produce great content for you here and on our new website, pursuing-health.com, we've created a subscription model. Almost all of the podcast content will remain completely free, but we will offer some additional benefits for subscribers with the goal of getting back far more than you give. For less than the cost of a latte each month, subscribers will benefit from exclusive discount codes. We want you to continue to benefit from our unfiltered opinion about products and services on the market without you wondering whether we're receiving compensation behind the scenes. So rather than receiving endorsement or sponsorship compensation from companies ourselves, we're asking that those companies that we love, trust, and use ourselves provide an exclusive discount code to our subscribers. This will allow companies to pass along the value of our endorsement to you all without you having to wonder whether we're talking about them just because we're getting paid. We already have a great lineup of discounts and will only continue to add to this list as time goes on. It is our hope that if you use even one or two of these codes, your subscription should pay for itself. Subscribers will also benefit from the opportunity to contribute questions and listen to periodic exclusive Ask Us Anything podcast episodes with both Danny and I. Finally, subscribers will gain access to our morning five sessions, five-minute movement sessions created to jumpstart your day, as well as our other online training programs, depending on your monthly contribution. In addition to our long-standing Train with Julie Fouché program designed for more experienced athletes, we've also created Train for Life, a 30-minute, five-day-per-week program that can be done with minimal equipment at home or on the go. So if you listen to Pursuing Health and have found the podcast to have positively impacted your life in some way, it would mean a lot to us if you would consider subscribing at pursuing-health.com forward slash subscribe. Again, that's pursuing-health.com forward slash subscribe. Welcome. This is our second episode of Pursuing Health Pearls. This is episode number 136 of the Pursuing Health podcast. And we thought we would answer one of the questions that we get all the time from listeners and from people that we talk to at events, which is, what exactly is functional medicine and how do I get started? Whether it's a patient looking for resources of finding a functional medicine-minded physician or practitioner, 
or whether it's someone who's in healthcare. We talked to tons of medical students and residents and aspiring clinicians of varying varying specialties who are interested in learning more. And so we wanted to share a little bit about our experience and some resources that we have found to be helpful. So we are here. We thought we'd start just by talking about what functional medicine is and what its role is, and then we'll get into more details about resources. So we'll first talk a little bit about the problem that functional medicine is trying to address, really that the entire healthcare system is trying to address, and then we'll dive into a little bit more details about functional medicine. But the problem is, as we all know, is primarily chronic disease. So mm-hmm. It's it, a big problem. Huge problem. So six out of 10 adults have a chronic disease, four out of 10 have two or more, and then seven out of 10 deaths in the United States are due to chronic disease. So from a mortality or, or morbidity and mortality perspective, it's a huge, huge deal. It's very, very expensive. We have about 86% of our healthcare money going towards chronic diseases. Um, and we know our healthcare system is on track to bankrupt our country absolutely. Um, because it is becoming so unmanageable. So this is a problem that needs to be addressed. Right. Absolutely. And this is why we think that functional medicine can be part of that solution. Um, there will need to be lots of solutions and functional medicine, I believe, is is one of them. We believe is one of them. So that's not to say that other um, ways of practicing are not important. So the way our system functions right now, it's absolutely incredible when it comes to acute care. Mm-hmm. Say you're in the ICU or you get in a car accident, it's fantastic for acute care. We, we absolutely love it. We can't get rid of that. It's very, very important. It's necessary. And there's been some amazing advances right. in, you know, specific disease pathologies um, that, you know, are saving lives every single day. So we cannot minimize absolutely. the amazing impact of what our healthcare system is doing for for those situations. Right, right. But where it's lacking is really its approach to chronic disease, which is where we think the functional medicine approach, which we'll talk about in a second, can really help quite a bit. Yeah. Our our current system, because it's trying to basically fit an acute care model to address chronic disease, and that's where the problem is, is that chronic disease is not like acute problems. Right. So it's not like you can just you know, diagnose something, prescribe a medicine to treat the symptoms or slow the progression. um, And that's all it does. It doesn't actually treat the root cause. Right, right. And a lot of these chronic diseases are much more complex than one single um, cause. So So you're not going to find a magic bullet. You're not going to find a a drug that, you know, like many people have tried. Let's, Let's create a drug that cures obesity. Let's create a drug that cures diabetes. And you know, because of the nature of these types of diseases, it's not one cause. And so a single pill is not going to be the answer. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So with all that said, what is functional medicine, Julie? Sure. So functional medicine really is a different operating system for practicing medicine. And what it does is it focuses on identifying root causes of disease and optimizing the body's function so that you can promote optimal health. So functional medicine recognizes that each individual person has a unique genetic makeup and that those genes interact uniquely with the environment that the person is in. So it looks at the person's genetic makeup and their environmental experiences and exposures to facilitate a personalized treatment plan. Um, So it's great for these chronic diseases that we've been talking about. And that includes things like obesity and type 2 diabetes and heart disease, but it also includes things like cancer, autoimmune disease, even mood disorders, um, which, you know, often people don't think of, but are also often multifactorial. And where a lot of additional therapies are really needed, a lot of things that we have for something like mood disorders Mm -hmm. don't necessarily work so great in a lot of folks. Absolutely. 
So a big part of functional medicine is really looking at the root causes of disease. And a lot of those are rooted in our lifestyle. So what are some of the things that we focus on in functional medicine to optimize health? Right. So there's five main factors that we look at. Um, It's sleep and relaxation, exercise and movement, nutrition, stress management, and then very importantly, relationships. We're now learning that the people that you surround yourself with is very predictive of your overall health and really your longevity quite as well. And one of the big reasons why we focus on these things is because by addressing these factors, oftentimes chronic diseases can get better and sometimes can reverse altogether. Um, in addition, if you have a very, very complex medical history, you have a patient in front of you that's very, very complex, it's sometimes really hard to figure out what the root cause is because there's so many things going on and all these different things are interacting. So by addressing some of these basic factors first, oftentimes things will become much more clear and you'll have a better sense of where to start the workup or, or the healing process. So those are the five factors um, that we address right off the bat. When these five factors are out of balance, it really sets the stage for dysfunction, like I mentioned. So by trying to balance those or bringing them back into a healthy state, you can get a much better picture of of where you need to go and, and can, frankly, oftentimes cure some of these diseases that conventional medicine has told us are, are really not reversible. So it's very, very exciting. So sort of like laying that groundwork, like I know I've talked about in previous podcasts, the idea of having a jar that you're trying to fill with rocks and sand. And first, what you have to do is put in the big rocks. So those are these five things, right? right? You have to get all these things in place. Then you can start putting in the smaller pebbles. And then finally, you put in the fine sand. And so doing those things in the right order is very important to actually optimizing health and getting to the root cause and addressing it. Because if you start putting in sand first, you're never going to fit those rocks in. And those are really important. So I think oftentimes it's overlooked. These things are hard to do. They're lifestyle behaviors. They're things that take a lot of effort and a lot of planning, a lot of forethought, but they're so critical for all of us for optimizing our health. Absolutely. Couldn't have said it better myself. (laughs) (laughs) So we wanted to talk and give you a, a few examples of just how this plays out and how it's compares to a conventional approach. So with functional medicine, rather than characterizing a cluster of symptoms as a certain disease and then using that disease diagnosis to prescribe the recommended treatment, functional medicine is looking at the question of what is actually causing these symptoms or why are these symptoms occurring in the first place. So oftentimes there's, as Danny has already mentioned, there's often more than one um, or one underlying cause that could manifest in multiple different symptoms in different people because each different person has their own unique genetic makeup and environmental exposure. So for example, um, If someone has a cause of gluten sensitivity in one person that may cause diarrhea in another person that may cause a rash or depression or depression. I mean, it could cause a variety of different things. Okay. And then on the flip side, you could have a symptom. So for example, a symptom being depression that could have many different causes. So for example, depression could be caused from a nutrient deficiency like vitamin D deficiency. It could be caused from celiac disease. It could be caused from stress, a variety of other different things. And so when we limit ourselves to just saying, okay, these symptoms sound like depression and then treating it with an antidepressant, we are really overlooking a lot of the underlying causes that might be happening um, and being able to address those. Um, so in a conventional, another example is in a conventional system, we are, we tend to be very siloed and we tend to operate with a lot of specialists. So say you had, you came to the doctor and you had a rash, diarrhea, and a headache. Our conventional system 
might have you seeing three different doctors. You might see a dermatologist for your rash. You might see a gastroenterologist for your diarrhea. And you might see a headache or a neurologist for your headache. Okay. And each of them are going to look at those symptoms in isolation and they're going to provide the latest treatment or medication to address those symptoms. But if you were to take a functional medicine approach, that would take all of these symptoms into consideration and look at possible underlying causes, search for that root cause so we can address it, and then use our lifestyle factors to optimize the body's function, Um, which is one of the, I think, shortcomings of having such specialty-driven care. It's amazing because our specialists know these areas of the body so well, and they know the latest and greatest treatments and techniques for diagnosis, but sometimes it allows our system to be siloed and not take the big picture into consideration, which is what functional medicine is so great at. Right. Absolutely. So oftentimes when I'm talking about functional medicine with people, the question comes up, well, what's the difference between functional medicine, lifestyle medicine, or integrative medicine? Um, and I think it's it's an important question to ask. Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the best ways to describe it is really using an analogy. So let's say that going back to the example of depression, because yeah. it, is, it is so common. Um, a conventional approach might prescribe an antidepressant. A integrative approach, a uh, practitioner using an integrative approach might uh, prescribe something like St. John's wort. And then a, funct- a lifestyle approach would be using exercise, reducing processed food, sugar, um, improving your sleep, really looking at lifestyle factors primarily. Getting those big rocks in place. Getting those big rocks. And important, right? Right. Very, very important. But a functional medicine approach would ask, or a functional medicine practitioner would ask, well, why are you depressed in the first place? And then they might use some of these methodologies that these other approaches uh, first apply. So from a lifestyle perspective, they might, a functional medicine practitioner might first get those five big things in place. If those don't work, we might use supplements. And then if that doesn't work, then we may use pharmaceutical medications or even procedures. So functional medicine tries to address the root cause, but then uses all of everything that works, really. Mm-hmm. We, we're agnostic to really any healing tradition. We're open to anything that really works for the patient. Um, and, and we go from there. So So we're always trying to treat the root cause. Exactly. And we're not opposed to using conventional treatments. So if someone comes in and they are severely depressed and unable to even start implementing some of these lifestyle factors, maybe they do need to be on an antidepressant for a period of time so that they can implement some of these other things, get them in place so that we're able to address the root cause and then hopefully be able to come off of that medication if it's appropriate. Absolutely. That's a very, very important point. It kind of goes back to the idea of this acute care model being applied to a patient who's in a very, very bad place. You have to get them to a safe place so you can apply these other more long-term strategies, really. Absolutely. So with, with that said, you know, functional medicine is really a framework. It's not a specialty. We get that question a lot. Okay, what, what specialty do I have to go into to, yeah. to become a functional medicine practitioner? But like we said, and um, like we've been hinting at, it's really an, an approach, an idea, a framework of how to address disease and how the body works, really. Mm-hmm. And for that reason, um, there's primary care doctors that are functional medicine mm-hmm. doctors. There's neurologists. There's gastroenterologists. It's just a way of thinking. It's a worldview of how to approach mm-hmm. human physiology and disease. Right. I think it's just an open mind looking at the big picture and always searching for that root cause. Absolutely. That's a functional medicine approach. So I think we've talked about this in previous podcasts, but I also just wanted to give a quick reminder of how we found functional medicine (laughs) and our personal experience. So obviously we were going through medical school the same time we were doing CrossFit. So we were open to the idea that our lifestyle has a huge impact on our health. And we were sort of frustrated by 
the inability of our conventional system to address these factors. And it was, I think, fall of fall or summer of 2014, where we got an email that Mark Hyman was coming to Cleveland Clinic where we were doing our medical training and he was going to give a talk about functional medicine. And I think I had heard his name or I'd heard about functional medicine in passing from some Mm-hmm. resource I had read through CrossFit. And for some reason I said, okay, we have to go. <laughs> this is something, I don't know why I wasn't going to be on that campus that day. The talk was at 7am. It was really out of my way, but I was like, we got to go. So we went, I think you were on your surgery rotation. So you had somehow like happened to have some downtime. I don't know how, and we're able to come up in here part of the talk. And little did we know it wasn't just a talk about functional medicine. They were announcing that the center for functional medicine was coming to Cleveland clinic where we were doing our training. And, um, when we heard that talk, really all of this laid out for us, this framework of this is how we can think about health and optimizing function. For us, it was instant. That light bulb went off and we said, wow, this makes so much sense. This is exactly all the things that we know to be true about health. Functional medicine is taking into consideration and there's an amazing framework for being able to practice with that mindset. Um, it, for me, it was, in a lot of ways, it was like finding CrossFit or understanding the true purpose behind CrossFit, because like we always talk about CrossFit is, didn't reinvent, didn't invent exercise. It didn't invent any of these exercises that we're doing, but what it did was create an amazing framework for putting it into action and for making it really, really effective for people to get results and become fitter. So that's how we found it. Um, and obviously everybody's story is going to be a little bit different. We're lucky that we were able to do some training and electives and get some exposure at the Center for Functional Medicine at the Cleveland Clinic during our training. But we've also used a ton of other resources during that time to further our education. We'll continue to do so as time goes on. So, right. And we, were, we had a very, I think, a very different path from a lot of other folks that have discovered functional medicine in that, unfortunately, the medical system has failed a lot of people who end up finding functional medicine, mm-hmm. be it, you know, patients or even medical professionals. That's a great point. Um, and, you know, I, I haven't met too many other people who have just, you know, been exposed to functional medicine and said, okay, this is it probably because it isn't as popular as, as, right. as we would have hoped. but Right. Many functional practitioners find their way there because of their own personal experience. They had some symptoms that the conventional system was not able to address, and that's how they found functional medicine and it opened their eyes to it. So unfortunately, that's not the way we'd like everyone to find it. Hopefully, we can help other people find it sooner and be open to it sooner. But um, you know, a lot of times you don't realize the limitations of our conventional system until you run up against them yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. So do you want to talk a little bit, Danny, about resources? So if you're a patient and you're interested in learning more about this approach, how would you go about it? Sure. Yeah. So there's a couple different resources. We'll start with a book. Um, A great book um, that we typically recommend to a lot of folks is The Disease Delusion by Jeffrey Bland. And Jeffrey Bland is really the godfather of functional (laughs) medicine. He is um, one of the founders of the Institute for Functional Medicine, which is the big academic body for for functional medicine that a lot of practitioners um, go through. Great guy, really explains the idea, the concepts behind functional medicine, a very clear, easy to understand way. It's an entertaining book and, and really a great place to start. I totally agree. And if you find that that book really resonates with you and you think, okay, you know, I really want to take this to the next step. Maybe I want to find a functional medicine practitioner. The Institute for Functional Medicine, um, their website, ifm.org, has a practitioner finder where you can punch in your, um, your zip code mm-hmm. and then even check certain specialties or or 
niches within in in, mm-hmm. in medicine um, that you might be looking uh, a practitioner for. So that's a great resource, um, a great place to start. Unfortunately, there aren't as many functional medicine practitioners that. Um, in, in the country as we would like, but it is growing. There are more and more practitioners every single year, and it's a it's a great place to find a practitioner in your area. We should also note that practitioners have um, different degrees. Mm-hmm. So there's folks who are MDs, DOs, chiropractors, naturopaths, um, different areas of specialization as well. Some folks might be very focused at gut health. Some might be very focused at neurology. Um, so it's very it's varied. Mm -hmm. um, And that's something to consider when you're finding a functional medicine practitioner, just like every CrossFit gym is a little bit different. Every functional medicine practitioner is a little bit different. It's not one size fits all. You may have to try a couple out before you find the one that fits. Yep. Um, But take your time to look through that finder, look through their websites, see which, which one resonates most with you um, and just kind of keep an open mind there. Yep. Um, so yeah, so say you go, you're going to go see a functional medicine practitioner. What would you expect to occur as as a patient, and how might it be different than a conventional visit? Sure. So the first thing that people probably notice is the intake form. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a much more a much more extensive intake process. Some practitioners do a 15 minute kind of discovery call, if you want to call it that, where you talk briefly about the medical concern to see if you're a good fit. It's kind of mm-hmm. like a you know you're dropping in at a gym and kind of talk to the owner, see what right. the vibes about. Um, then you typically fill out a very extensive intake form. And it might include things like your mother's pregnancy, mm-hmm. your history over the last over the first five years, all the way up to the present. And that's really what we call a timeline in functional medicine and provides context for really any medical condition that you come to the clinic for, come to that practitioner for. Then after you fill out that information, you'll have a visit with the practitioner typically. You'll review that timeline. And then there might be heavy lifestyle interventions. So looking at those, you know, those five big things that we talked about. And sometimes there is a place for doing testing right up front to rule out other more dangerous problems um, as you kind of address those lifestyle factors. And testing includes the conventional testing. It's not that functional medicine practitioners don't use, you know, a CBC and CMP and things like that, but they might also order some more advanced testing. So it might be looking at stool. It might be looking at um, markers of nutrition, um, nutritional deficiencies. Um, there, there is a little bit more in-depth um, testing that that is available to those to those folks. Then um, one other thing that we should note is that their, um, you know, the area of expertise might be might be different, and you might need to find another practitioner. Let's say that you work on gut health with one practitioner, and you get that optimized. Sometimes in the process of going through that um, that workup, you might uncover different things where another practitioner might be better suited. So sometimes you'll, you may have to switch practitioners, and that's just, just like going to see another specialist. Right. But there are, I should note, there are primary care doctors that do functional medicine and also and have you know a, a more general perspective mm-hmm. of functional medicine as well. And so it's just important to clarify upfront when you go to see someone is what is their role? Are they acting sort of like a functional medicine specialist? Are they going to be your primary care doctor or do you, should you still keep in touch with your own primary care doctor? Um, like we said, this is just like CrossFit affiliates. Everyone is different. Everyone's going to have a slightly different intake process, on-ramp process. Um, roles are going to be different. So just kind of get to know them, clarify upfront and figure out which one works best for you. Um, the other just point to bring up is that many of these, because they require such intensive evaluation and so much time, 
often they are paid for out of pocket rather than billing insurance. And that's not across the board. I would say there are still plenty of functional medicine practitioners who do operate through insurance, but that's something to keep in mind and look at as you're looking at people in your area, um, one of the factors to consider. So other than that, we just listed, if you look at the blog post related to this episode, we also listed some relevant podcasts from previous Pursuing Health episodes where functional medicine is discussed that you may find interesting if you're wanting to take a functional medicine approach and dive a little bit deeper into these topics. So next, we wanted to give some resources for practitioners. So say you're listening and maybe you're applying to med school, maybe you're in med school, maybe you're in residency, maybe you're out practicing in any variety of different specialties and you're interested in learning more about how to incorporate this approach into your current practice or in even taking sort of a career path shift and doing something different. So we always recommend the first place to start is the Institute for Functional Medicine. So ifm.org, as Danny previously mentioned, is the overlying educational body for functional medicine. And they have a really great introductory course, which is free online. It takes about an hour to go through it. It's called Introduction to Functional Medicine. We've linked to it in the blog post with this episode. I would start there. That's going to give you just a little taste of this to say, hey, is this something that I'm interested in learning more? Or, you know, that's cool. I'm going to stick with what I'm doing. Um, There's also an Introduction to Functional Nutrition course on there as well, if you're interested in doing that one. From there, there's two books that Danny and I have both read and listened to, and we feel like these are the best books to give you a broad overview of what functional medicine is, how it can be useful to use a practitioner, um, and where to go from there. So the first of those books is called The Evolution of Medicine, Join the Movement to Solve Chronic Disease and Fall Back in Love with Medicine by James Maskell. And it's pretty much exactly like it sounds. <laughs> it's really a manifesto for practitioners to take back control of their practice of medicine and why they started medicine and be, to be able to really help their patients using a functional medicine model. The second book is called Unconventional Medicine by Chris Kresser. Um, So Chris Kresser is one of the most well-known functional medicine practitioners, one of the most evidence-based and thoughtful practitioners I think that's out there. He has a ton of great resources. And this book um, really also does a great job of calling to action practitioners, explaining some of the problems with our current conventional system, the limitations, and how functional medicine can provide a solution. So those two books... Get them on audiobook, listen to them while you're driving. If it's something that resonates you, that resonates with you, then um, you can take the next steps from there. But those are two great books to start with. From there, if you want to do some more ongoing education, maybe just things to listen to in the car, some great resources that Danny and I recommend are the Institute for Functional Medicine Grand Rounds presentations, which are with you know, amazing functional medicine physicians or minded physicians and scientists. And those are recorded in combination with the Cleveland Clinic Center for Functional Medicine about once a month. And there's a whole archive of them on the IFM website. We've again linked to these in the blog post. Um, Also podcasts. So both James Maskell's podcast, which is called Evolution of Medicine, as well as Chris Kresser's podcast, Revolution Health Radio, are both great resources for diving in on more specifics on some functional medicine related topics. 
from there, you can get into more advanced training. So this is where you're saying, I want to take the jump. I'm going to invest. I want to do some more advanced training and courses. You drank the Kool-Aid. You drank the (laughs) Kool-Aid. You are all in. (laughs) So the first place to start would definitely be the IFM's Applying Functional Medicine and Clinical Practice course. This is basically an introductory course. It's five days long. It feels a lot like being at a CrossFit level one seminar for doctors, but it's a little bit longer, um, but similar kind of enthusiasm and excitement for the people who are there who really are on the same page about how they want to practice medicine. And that will give you, again, a taste of, do I want to go further with this? And if you do and you're there, you'll be able to see the different paths for taking that for doing more advanced courses or becoming an IFM certified practitioner. I think one of the other things we should mention about that course is the networking that happens there. Amazing networking. It's really, really wonderful because you realize that there's other people who are searching for something Mm -hmm. similar and you end up you know, making friendships that, I mean, we've made friendships in that, from that course really that we still cherish. So it's a, it's an exciting course. It is. And it, it does feel a lot like going to a CrossFit level one seminar. It's like you're united with people who get it. They're on the same page and you make some really amazing connections and walk away with a better understanding. So highly recommend that course. Um, and then more advanced training through the IFM if you'd like to pursue it. And then the other one is the ADAPT Practitioner Training Program. Do you want to talk a little bit about that one? Yeah. The ADAPT program is um, was created by Chris Kresser and his team. It's a virtual, I would really call it almost like a fellowship, honestly. Um, it's a little bit different from the Institute for Functional Medicine courses. I think of the IFM courses as kind of like medical school. Mm-hmm. It's very in-depth, very detailed. Um, I mean, both really are very detailed, but it's it's much more into the it's biochemistry. Like the basics. It's the basics. It's the, the foundation. Principles. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes you f- it's, it's hard to apply those basics. And this is where the ADAPT course really, really thrives, mm-hmm. is that it, it takes those principles and teaches you how to apply them to the patient in front of you. It's a year-long course um, led by Chris Kresser. There's office hours. There's low stakes quizzes. Everything's in a digital format. <laughs> it's like you're going back to school. Yeah. You can watch the lectures. You can read the lectures if you'd like. You can listen to the lectures if you'd like. So it really, something that, that Chris Kresser has done that's really powerful is before he even created this course, he learned how to teach mm-hmm. and he implemented that into this course. And it's very evident um, because it really caters to everyone's learning style. So I think it's a good kind of 2.0 once you've done the IFM courses. Love it. And then we just wanted to mention one other book, which is by our friend, Dr. Anna Herbst, um, which just came out this year. It's called Functional Medicine and Primary Care. Together, we will get you better. And I think this is a great tool for primary care doctors or maybe even other doctors who want to start to incorporate principles of functional medicine into their practice. So maybe not the best book to start off with if you're just trying to get a taste of functional medicine. But if you're bought in and you say, hey... I think I want to start to incorporate this. She has some amazing clinical pearls because she's been doing this for a very long time and is really, really good at it. And she makes it not intimidating, which mm-hmm. functional medicine sometimes can be if you're very you know, going to these courses. Yeah. Again, like you're going back to first day of med school. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So that's what we've got for you guys. We hope that this episode gave you a better understanding of what functional medicine is and how it might help you either as a patient or as a practitioner and some resources for learning more. So we'll catch you next time on Pursuing Health Pearls. Bye, everyone. We hope you learned something from this episode and that you'll consider becoming a Pursuing Health subscriber for less than the price of a latte every month to support the podcast. 
Given our role as family physicians, Danny and I feel very strongly about our responsibility to remain as unbiased as possible in order to foster trust with you, our listeners, our larger community, and our patients. Therefore, we've made the commitment not to accept any sponsorship or endorsement compensation from industry. Now, because we don't have sponsors, it's only with your support that we can continue to produce and improve the quality of the podcast from this point forward. It's our intention that by subscribing, you'll get back far more value than you give. Subscribers all gain access to exclusive discount codes from companies we trust and use ourselves. This allows us to share quality products and services with our community and pass on the value of our endorsement to you without you having to wonder whether we are getting compensated behind the scenes. Subscribers also have access to our Ask Us Anything forum and podcasts where Danny and I answer your questions, as well as our morning five sessions, five minutes of movements, program to help you jumpstart your day and our other training programs depending on the level at which you subscribe our goal is for you to get back far more than you give with these benefits and we only intend to increase the benefits to subscribers as time goes on visit pursuing-health.com forward slash subscribe to learn more and subscribe yourself again that's pursuing-health.com forward slash subscribe thank you again so much for listening and we'll catch you next time on pursuing health